Hello, and welcome to the Healed Podcast, the place where we can talk about all things food, body, and mind from an anti-diet and weight-inclusive lens. My name is Marie-Pierre, or you can call me Marie, and I am your host. I'm a registered dietitian with a background in psychology, and I specialize in food relationship and body image. And I am the founder and CEO of The Balance Practice, a treatment center for eating disorder and disordered eating. Every week on the podcast, you will hear from myself, the team at The Balance Practice, and other providers who have dedicated their careers in supporting folks to have better relationship with food and their bodies. On this podcast, we aim to provide a safe space to have these deep and juicy conversations regarding eating disorder, disordered eating recovery, health, relationship, body image, and honestly, anything we believe will support you in living your big, beautiful life. We believe in the power of healing, and hopefully this podcast will be a great addition to your toolbox in your healing journey. Thank you for tuning in today, and let's get to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. How are we feeling in this last week of October? Uh, Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted us to all take a moment here to maybe take a couple of deep breaths together. I always find it so interesting when I do this exercise. I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I haven't been breathing for a moment. So if you are listening to this podcast, I would love to invite you to take three deep breaths with me so we can maybe try to like co-regulate via (laughs) this podcast episode. So let's take our first deep breath in. Exhale. Second. Exhale. And our last deep breath. Inhale. Doesn't that just feel good? Crazy how breathing sometimes can be so helpful for our human body going through our human life and living all of the human's emotions. So my friend, I hope that we are doing as well as we can today. We've talked about it in the last podcast episode. We've talked about it on socials. Life can be and feel very, very heavy right now. It is very heavy right now. And I think, you know, a lot of us and I know a lot of my clients are having a harder time regulate. And I just want to validate that it can be extremely normal when we have this intensity of emotions and this like almost like communal heaviness that we all feel to have a harder time accessing our resources. There's actually was a study, I can't remember what it is, I'll try to find it on trauma and trauma responses and resourcefulness. And it was really interesting that they were able to see that when we are in an emotionally heightened experience, it can be extremely difficult to access our toolbox, our resources. And for folks who have a past of um, any types of trauma, it can be harder to another level. So knowing this, we want to be sure that we are able to give some ourselves some space and some grace and giving yourself the time you need to really cope and regulate and, you know, ask yourselves those questions and check in probably more often than we typically would. Something that I talk a lot with my clients inside the balance practice is this idea of like when we aren't doing as well, we cannot expect ourselves to perform and to be 100% and be the same, right? And I often find like, you know, for ourselves, it's almost like we have this expectations of like my energy, the way I show up needs to be 100% every day. Like I set this expectations of excellence and I need to like pursue that and I need to be this person. But 
if we were to translate that to a child, right? Like if you think if you have children, if you have nephews, if you have young people in your life, or you can think about your younger self, imagining that that person is struggling, is having a harder time, your expectations would 100% change, right? Like I would never expect my sick nephew to show up in the same way. But for some reason with ourselves, when we're feeling off, we don't often give ourselves that same compassion, that same, same amount of space. So today, this is like your permission slip and reminder that you get to check in with how you are feeling and then we get to adjust our expectations accordingly. We will not be able to show up in the same way every day as humans. That's just a fact. Just a fact of life. I know many of us don't want to like get behind that back <laughs> because of hustle culture and how we were raised. But knowing that we can show up within our capacity. My sister has told me this. And if my sister's listening to this, hello. <laughs> she was telling me that someone had told her that like if on any given day, your tank is only filled at like 40%, like you're only like 40% capacity energy and you give 40% that day, that's 100% of what you have, right? Like 40 out of 40, that's 100%. It may not be your 100% of your best day, but matching your output with your capacity, I think is such a big skill that I personally was not taught and I'm learning. <laughs> but I think we would all, you know, be better and be kinder to ourselves if we were able to adopt that a little bit more. So on this day, I hope that we can rate ourselves where we are at, how we are feeling, and then allow ourselves that space and grace to show up accordingly and expecting what, you know, we can expect. And it might be to lower expectations because we are not robots and we don't always get to show up in the ways that we want to. And that's okay. And for me personally, the more that I have learned about this and the more that I'm checking in with myself and trying to meet my capacity, the more that I get to actually show up better, which kind of sounds weird because when I used to push myself a lot, even if I was trying to give my 100%, but I only had 40%, but I feel like I needed to perform at my 100, I still would not get things did not feel as aligned. Like I did not necessarily get as much stuff done. I just was running everywhere and <laughs> trying to do all the things. So being able to really meet ourselves where we're at, I really believe gives us more space to actually do better at what we do. All right, this was my like little beginning rant. Today, I want to talk about treats and why I don't believe in healthy treats. And before we talk about that, I just want to say that this is 100% my opinion. <laughs> and this is my system of beliefs. And as I talk about this, take it or leave it. Check in. Does that resonate with you? Does it not resonate with you? I think in eating disorder world, this is something that is really important, at least to hear and then figure out how we feel about it. So I will say and start by saying that I used to be the person who was all about healthy treats. I used to pride myself on looking up recipes and making it the healthiest version ever. And to the point that like my husband, we have an ongoing joke where he's like, he doesn't want me to bake if I don't follow the recipe. Because I used to, when I would bake, take a recipe and change it so much to try to make it healthier that it ended up, it was never good. It was like never good. But to me, it was such an important thing that everything and every treat was like the healthiest version of that treat. And part of it was, you know, being part of diet culture. The other part is being a dietitian. 
right? Like I think a lot of dietitians probably feel that way and probably kind of reinforce that message, right? Like if you look at like dietitian blogs and recipes, we can see a lot of like healthy alternatives for this and healthy alternatives for that and a healthier version of this. And as I've done my own work in healing, as I've done my own recovery from an eating disorder, as I and now I have been working in this field for a while, I really don't believe that this should be a thing. <laughs> and I want to talk about it. And I want to hear your opinion. And as Halloween is coming up in a few days, is it tomorrow? Is it tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow. As Halloween is approaching, <laughs> um, I want to talk about it. This idea of like treats being healthy. everyone. This podcast episode is brought to you by The Balance Practice. The Balance Practice is an eating disorder treatment center for folks across the province of Ontario here in Canada. We are a team of dietitians, therapists, and social workers who specialize in eating disorder treatment for teenagers, adults, and families. We work from an evidence-based, lived, experienced, informed, and collaborative lens to really support you in reaching your recovery goals. If you are interested in working with a team that just truly gets it, go to www.thebalancepractice.com and learn how you can work with us. All right, let's get back to the episode. So here's my beef with healthy treats. One, the labeling of healthy and unhealthy to me is problematic. Just the way that we talk about, you know, good food versus bad food can add morality to food, right? And I think a lot of people can get behind that wagon being like, yeah, if I call good food versus bad food or even junk food, like when I label food in that way, it does attach morality to that food and therefore value to that food and therefore value to myself based on what I choose to eat, right? If I eat bad, quote unquote, I'll feel bad. If I eat good, I feel good. It's the same, same thing with healthy and unhealthy, Diet culture is merging into wellness culture and healthism. And this idea of labeling foods as healthy and healthy, I believe, creates the same type of morality, especially if for you, health is a value, which it is for many humans here living on planet Earth. When you say that a food is healthy, you attach more value to that food, most likely morally, that food is better. We may feel better about ourselves, right? Because I'm like, it aligns with my values. Like I'm eating something healthy. I'm healthy. I'm great. But on the opposite end, if I eat something that's quote unhealthy, same thing happens, right? Now I am unhealthy. The way that I view myself may or may not change. I attach moral value to that food in a negative sense, right? It's the same thing as good versus bad. It's just changing the words. And I think healthy and unhealthy has been feeling like almost better to say because we're like, well, it's a fact. Like some foods are healthy. Some foods are not healthy. And like, I'm not saying it's good and bad. I'm just saying what's going to be good for you <laughs> is the same, right? Like it's, it's the same thing. So the fact that we're attaching value to food, again, to me, I don't love it because I don't think it's helpful for us as human beings on this planet. It's not helpful for our relationship with food, but I also believe that it's actually not needed, right? So when we think about risk and benefits, I think there's a lot more risk to labeling foods that there are benefits to it. Now, when we think about those treats and we call them these like healthy treats, so again, we're attaching a sense of like, well, there's bad treats and there's good treats and there's treats that you eat that are healthy and healthy promoting and there's treats that you're going to eat that are unhealthy and 
I don't believe that it is necessarily supportive. Then the second thing is I really believe that all foods do fit. And when we are having a treat, if I'm having a cookie, if I'm having whatever it is that I'm having, why is there a need to make it the healthiest version of it? Why can't a cookie just be a cookie? (laughs) Why do I need to have a high protein, high fiber cookie? Right. Because if I think about your nutrition, my nutrition, like one meal doesn't really change much. Right. It's what we do consistently over time is that consistency over months and years, the way I nourish my body. So me having this cookie right now, like why is it that it needs to be the most the healthiest version of it? Why can I just not have a regular cookie if I like it? But two, when I think about nutrition from my dietetic standpoint, I don't necessarily have treats in my day to necessarily add or to be my source of protein or fiber, right? Like I won't look at a box of cookie being like, cool, I'm going to get my protein out of this. Like this is how I get protein, right? I see cookie as a cookie. It's like something I add to my meal. It's nutritious. It's delicious. But it's also not the way that I'll see. Like when I when I look at my own nutrition, like it's not necessarily something that I'll be like this. I'm eating this cookie because it has this purpose nutritionally. So when I think about this idea of trying to optimize everything that we put into our body, one, again, like kind of like, what's the point? (laughs) Is it legit? Is it not legit? But second of all, for most folks having those treats, it's not a large amount of their nutrition. And two, it's often not a source of a nutrient, right? So again, like if I'm eating, I'm, I'm talking about cookies because I literally went to shoppers today to go get some cookies that are like the chocolate chip oatmeal cookie. They are so delicious. And they're literally right in front of me, which is why cookies are my example of the day. If I'm having it with my lunch, like I'm not trying to have it as a way to increase my protein or fiber. I just have it as part of my meal, right? So for me, this idea of trying to like optimize the treat doesn't make as much sense because the amount of nutrition I would actually get from it is so little anyways, right? Even the like, quote unquote, healthy version of any type of treat still don't provide me with an amount of nutrient that's necessarily enough to make a difference. So being kind of more obsessive around trying to make each treat healthy to me is more part of a disordered relationship with food versus the ability to just eat different treats, different foods and being able to kind of move on, right? So quick recap, number one, labeling, not great in terms of a relationship with food in her body, how we attach our own sense of value to what we eat. Number two, for the amount that we eat and just in general, in terms of nutrition balance of all of our meals, all of our days, it's not significant enough to me that it makes an actual difference if it's one or the other. And then three, I feel like this also gets back to the fact that like food should only be fuel. And this idea that if you're going to eat something, it must be optimized. It must be the best amount of fuel. It must like combine all of these things. And it really takes just away or it just like separates this idea that like food has so many different purposes and nourishment and fuel is one of them right? We can eat for a variety of reasons and treats can just be treats, <laughs> right? They can serve that purpose. We can have food for enjoyment, But again, this idea that it must be healthy to me is just another form of disordered eating or a little bit more kind of like that food obsession and obsession with health and wellness. Now, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with trying to increase different nutrients that we have, right? Like as an RD, like I do know that like 
it is great to be able to add more nutritious foods into our day to day. But what I'm saying is that like, I don't know that like the treats are the way to go to do that. Right. I think like being able to allow ourselves to eat all foods and feel okay with it is much more important. Right. And like if you do have like, for example, my chocolate cookies have oatmeal and I know oatmeal have more fibers, but I truly just love those cookies. That's okay too. Like we can still enjoy foods that do also provide nutrition. Right. It's not one or the other, but that's exactly it. Like I don't think that treats need to be healthy for you to be able to enjoy them. And unfortunately, I feel like being able to like do like quote unquote healthy healthy Halloween treats like doesn't support a healthy relationship with food. Now I know and that is okay because this is what I believe and this is what I know to be true with my clients right like the narrative that we have with food like food is not just about what we eat it's about what we think about it our beliefs about it our emotions about it and then our behaviors around it. So oftentimes we talk about our relationship with food is truly not just about the food, right? It's not about the actual food, like the chemical compound of this food has nothing really to do with it. But the way I think about it, how I feel, the emotion tied to it, the behaviors around it, the belief system truly impacts it, right? And the stress piece too, right? Like if I'm super stressed about eating and having it to be a certain way. So I would really challenge all of us to be able to just enjoy treats, right? Don't need to label them as healthy or unhealthy. They just are what they are. We get to include them into our days. They get to fit in. They don't need to have a particular purpose that they serve for our body. We can just enjoy, right? Ultimately for me, and like this was part of my own recovery goals, I wanted to be in a space where I could be surrounded by all foods and still feel empowered in the decision to nourish myself and enjoy food and not feel so tied down and like not feel so powerless with food. And I do believe that when we create some of those labels, it does take our power away. And for us to truly feel at peace with all food, we do need to make peace with all foods, right? And like take away those labels and allow all of those foods to fit. And lastly, this is a disclaimer that also like this does not mean that you need to eat treats all the time. And this is not like a oh my God, she doesn't care for health. And like, I've heard this so many times, like you clearly don't care for health because you're telling everybody to eat cookies. Like, first of all, yes, everybody should get cookies because cookies are great, but that's not the point, right? Like, it's not that I don't care for our health and I don't think it's important. Like I personally have that value of health and it is something that's important to me. And that also includes my mental health and my relationship with food and my body, which I do think is impaired when we start labeling food and when we start to like optimize every freaking bite that I put into my mouth, right? It really should not be that complicated. Food should not be that complicated. Diet culture and our social culture complicates food, right? So I really do believe that we can engage in health promoting behaviors around food while also enjoying just regular treats and like having them be part of our lives and days and just allowing food to just be food. But I'd love to know what your thoughts are. What are your thoughts when you hear quote unquote healthy treats? Is that something that you're drawn towards? Is that something that you maybe have a little bit of an aversion like I have to it? I'm really curious to hear what your thoughts are when you hear the word treat and healthy treat and unhealthy treat and what comes up for you. On that note, I hope that you get to enjoy treats at any time with no guilt, with no shame, knowing that food is just food and not every bite that enters your body must be optimized and you'll be fine. And we're all, all going to be fine, right? I hope that you have a great end of October and I will catch you next week in the next podcast episode. Bye.